Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to another episode of White Wine Question Time, something from the cellar, where we take you on a little trip down to the cellar to revisit some of our finest vintage conversations. And this week, as we watch 2023's Jungle Antics unfold, we're going to be looking back at some of the best moments with some former Jungle VIPs in White Wine Question Time's history. And trust me, you're in for a treat. First up, we have an I'm a Celeb King and Queen. Yeah, royalty. Two former contestants who fell in love working on the show and are now married and have three children together, bringing their blended family to six kids in total. Here, Joe Swash and Stacey Solomon share how their romance started with a lot of flirting, an awkward kiss, and uh, a crab impression. The first night I realised that you two were together, we were at a friend's 40th, and I literally was in a lift with you two, and then when I, the penny dropped that you were together, oh my God, I could have taken the roof off the lift. <laughs> it's so lovely. Do you know, it's really weird when people say... Oh, I don't know why you didn't think of that earlier. <laughs> We're like, I know. <laughs> um, it, it is the weirdest. But you were, well, you were with other people when you first met. There was a friendship yeah. that led to romance. Yes. And 
what I, you know, I think on Instagram, you've got three and a half million followers between you. The, the audience here in the UK follow you as voraciously as they do Meghan and Harry. You're one of our favourite families to follow. That. Oh, I do. I think so. Don't you agree? Yeah. So what I wanted to know is... They're drunk, Already. Uh, what I wanted to know is, could you single out three posts that you've made on Instagram that you think best represent your relationship so far? Yeah, I, I think... I think I've thought of a couple. Go on. I mean, there's there's one. <laughs> Stacey looks scared. <laughs> I've got one photo on that I posted before we was actually together, and it was of me and you in Australia, um, just sitting next to each other. And I think that's a good start because that's like the the seed. And then, <laughs> then there's Rex. <laughs> Oh, my God. We've only got started. No, I wasn't going there. So there's, there's, there's one of me and Stacey together before we were together. Then I think there's a photo I of us. I haven't seen that picture. Do you want to have a look? The only one I remember is, is was me pretending to be a crab. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was, we were, when we first met, we went down on the beach with, like, a couple of our this friends. This one? Oh, yeah, God. Do you remember that one? Very flattering face. Yeah. <laughs> well, we went down onto the beach and... I, I really pride myself on my impression of a crab. I think I'm really good at it. And for some reason, I think because I was embarrassed and also trying to be flirty, I thought the best thing to do would be to show my impression of a crab. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and uh, all I remember from our first meeting was yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Me crabbing along the beach. <laughs> I think he was actually crabbing along to another crab at the same time. Oh, yeah, time. there was other crabs He was chasing there. the crab along oh, the crab. <laughs> that poor crab shit himself. <laughs> Was that, but at that point, did you start to think, I quite like Joe? Yeah, I mean, even before I got to Australia, we were working together on, a, on another show, and I definitely thought, he's really nice and funny and a lot like me. And I, yeah, I did. See, that's So then you thought, I'm going to pull out that crab move in a minute. <laughs> that'll that'll seal the deal. <laughs> it's strange that she says that, though, because the whole time we was in Australia, I, I was openly flirting. I'm, I'm, I wasn't Yeah, but shy, I was. But you just didn't recognise no, Joe. No, do you know what? Knowing you as I do, I would love to see Joe openly flirt. I was flirt. openly flirting with her. But she was literally saying to me, there's no point. There's no point. Stop flirting. There's no point. So she kept shooting me down. And now she's telling me that was her flirting. I'm I like, what? <laughs> I didn't want to be too available. You know what it's like. <laughs> and then, and then to set out as well... But whenever I, you know, if you think, when you've got kids, if you think something's going somewhere, I always feel the need to be like, I have two kids, a cat, a dog, and a really big mortgage. Do you still want to go out oh, with me? And, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like, on that, it was like, I've got kids, a dog, a really big mortgage, and I want more kids as well. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so what you said, Stace? be up front from the beginning. You went straight in. I did, because yeah. I thought I really liked Here's my terms and conditions. Yeah, T's and C's. Nice. Let me know if you fancy it. Honestly, though, because that whole time in Australia as well, like, I thought... Because Stacey was only there for four days, so I was thinking, I've got four days. I've only got four days. And we got to the last day, and, and nothing had happened. Like, she'd not given me a cent of anything. Not even I the crab. Apart from the crab, which didn't really take us flirting. I just thought, <laughs> well, that's a bit strange, but we'll let that one go. <laughs> So I thought, right, it was her last night in the apartment before she went, so I thought I'd knock on the door and I thought, I've seen it on films before, I'm going to just go in and I'd just kiss her. Just kiss her. It so wasn't like in the films, It wasn't like that. <laughs> like that. I almost felt like I was being attacked. <laughs> I was like... Uh, he said bye and I said bye and then I shut the door, then he knocked again, so I opened the door and he literally just went... <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so, so basically, I was just kissing teeth, like. I was like, didn't move. And as I was doing it, I was thinking, I've really misread this situation. I've really misread this. And then she went home, and then I got a text from her on the plane home, and I thought, and she sort of, I can't remember what the text said, but he was like. I think it was nice. I think it was like, sorry, I didn't kiss you back. It was really nice. And wow. I thought, oh, thank God for that. I was expecting a call from your boss saying, have you been sexually harassing Stacey Solomon? <laughs> you thought that yeah. that was going to be an HR issue. I thought, oh, there's a, <laughs> got a problem here, Joe. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that, that picture really does mean a lot then. It, it was the beginning of a beautiful relationship. What about you, Stacey? What's one of your pictures that you would um, say is seminal? There's two that I think are pinnacle. Obviously... The first picture of it's actually a video on my Instagram of Joe, Rex, and I when he mm. was first born. And I remember just, I've never been so in love with Joe. Oh. I mean, it's, do, it's that withered. Went quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> it changed like 24 hours Honestly, later. Honestly, it's a little brief window of love, and then <laughs> it went. I, I always look For those 20 it. minutes, though, it was intense, Stace, <laughs> wasn't it? Honestly, whenever he's really upsetting me or annoying me or getting on my nerves, I'll scroll back down my feet <laughs> and watch that video and I think, I do love him. <laughs> I love him so much. I remember this moment. She's so easily annoyed at the moment as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so there's that. moment. Uh, sorry, no, that was it. Oh, and then there's sorry. one more um, recently, because for ages I hadn't put a picture up of Joe and I together, because you know what it's like, you... You get pregnant and then it's all about the No, kids. what had happened? I was number one and then the baby come. <laughs> and then it's all about the baby. Nothing's about me no more. No. And then, yeah, and then I took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of us and um, posted it. And I think the caption was something about, you know, I haven't put a picture up in a while. And I think it's one, because there's so much else going on. But two, because we momentarily dislike each other quite often <laughs> these days. <laughs> and I think it was just... It's a really honest depiction of life after having a newborn, is that I love you so much, but I also, you infuriate me. Do you know? Yeah. Like, the, that, like, love-hate relationship. Well, that brings me really nicely to my second question, because that is, it's based exactly around that and the honesty. And it's, are, are there lots of parents in the room? Yeah, you can't oh, just lady, nod, it's a podcast, lady. you have to make a noise. <laughs> this lady had a baby the same time as us. Did oh, you? Yeah. Did you? And do you hate your partner? <laughs> Please, you can please be honest. Say you do. <laughs> sometimes yeah. that'll do. We'll go with sometimes, Joe. It's I mean, not just you. All the time for me. Either. Sometimes when Stacey's being nice to me, I can see she's doing it for great teeth. No, I'm, I mean it. It's but just you just hard. hate saying it, don't you? <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have the brilliant Vernon Kay who pulled on his thermals to embrace the chilly climbs of the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here Welsh Castle. But the climate wasn't the only thing that took some adjusting to. So it was having his longtime mates, Anton Deck, calling the shots and telling him what's what. Well, you thought you were going to Australia, you went to Wales. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you, you know, okay, when you get that phone call saying, uh, we've changed our minds because of the pandemic, we're not going to go to <laughs> Australia. We're, we're going to land Dudno. Well, good luck with that. I'll do it next year. Uh, that, that was actually my response because I was at work at the time in Berlin and I just put the phone down and, and they were like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh, I ain't got time to deal with whales. Crikey. <laughs> you know, I, I'd literally been on ASOS and bought 12 proper pairs of shorts, you know, preparing myself for, for, for some time in the sunshine. <laughs> 
and end up by me sending them back and getting thermals. Been down to millets instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for as many fleeces as one man can wear. Oh, man. It was lo- lovely to see everyone have a chance to see you. That's what was nice. Oh, thank you. Do you know what? We've, all, we've, all, we've been involved in, in big shows, but you don't realise how big I'm a celebrity is until you experience it. And the scale of it is, honest, Kate, it's immense. You don't realise the preparation, uh, the thoughts, all the processes. And on top of it, you know, COVID protocols as well. Oh, yeah. It, it just blew our minds. Everything was thought of. They had to literally build parts of that castle to create the set because it was just a ruin, wasn't it? It was. Just yeah, they had to rebuild parts of it because it was unsafe. You know, it was uh, it was falling down. It, it was crumbling, and it was just bonkers. And I didn't realize. I, I kind of realized I was in it when they first poured the cockroach on us oh. on the first Friday, and then I thought, and then I kind of came around and I'm like, oh my god, there's that on deck. Oh wow, this is it. This is I'm a celebrity. You know, with these stinky. Creepy crawlies all over. And they tell you that they don't bite, but they bloody do. I bet they do. But you go, oh, there's Anton Deck, like, you know, like you and I, we're, we're, they're our mates, right? So it's just weird. And suddenly you have to do that, like, oh, you're Anton Deck now. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right? And that's weird, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah. Uh, you're like, all right, boys. Yeah, you know. exactly. Like, Deck, how's Ali? How's the baby? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want to do all that and you can't because you're, you're in the jungle. You're so right. It, it, yeah, you revert to the, the teleanton deck where everything's kind of, uh, do you understand the rules? Yes, Deck, I understand the rules. <laughs> Is everything all right, Vern? Yes, Aunt. Thanks. I can't call you mates because people might vote against me because they think that you're, you yeah, know, exactly. you're plugging for me. But, so, you, you know, you know them so well. You were at their weddings, you know. Yeah. It's, it's just an odd one, isn't it? It's a really it is. And, and I was surprised, actually, that when I came out, Dex said on air that, you know, we had a conversation before you decided to do the show and we talked about what it would be like. And, you know, because I was a little bit apprehensive at first. And I was surprised that you mentioned that because you never hear the boys talk about in Anton Deck mode. You never hear them talk about themselves out of a TV studio or off a TV program. So, so it, it was kind of him for for me. On t- it was him drawing a line between this is Deck personal relationship, Deck work relationship, and I thought that was quite nice. It, it felt really, really relaxing when we were just chatting. Yeah, I mean, that's the difference. And the thing is as well, I think you and I have both ho- both hosted big shows like that. So it's a bit like, you know, the curtain's already been drawn back in The Wizard of Oz. We sort of know. It's like when you walk onto Albert Square, you know that the top of the pop studio is just behind the Vic, that kind of thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the magic's gone. So I always, you know, I, I always thought that for me, I wouldn't be able to lose myself in the experience. Maybe in, in in the jungle, but not necessarily in Landudlow. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we thought until we got there. Yeah. And there was a couple of days where I thought, there's got... Like, Brian Dolan, I spoke to Brian Dolan because he's won Celebrity Big Brother twice. Or he won the Big Brother and then he won Celebrity Big Brother. And he's a real, yeah. a real strong... He's a beautiful person. He's a great guy, and he's a, he's a good family friend because Tess worked with him on SMTV. That's right, when years Affen, ago. And, yeah. uh, Kat and Anton Dett left. Tess yeah. and Brian were on SMTV. So I said to him, Brian, I need some advice. So what's it going to be like? And he, you know, he went off on one for about half an hour, and then he gave me an answer forty-five minutes later. And 
I'm going to change the word because uh, obviously, you know. You, you can swear, don't worry. No, 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 but my kids will probably end up watching this or someone will tell me, Mum, of, of what I said. So I'll change the word. I don't upset and he said, Gladys. Yeah, exactly. And he said, what you've <laughs> got to realise is once you get in there, you, you establish really quickly who's there for Instagram likes, who's there to cause a fuss, who's there to really stir the pot and get people talking and people bitching. He said, and there's always one person who's a... Yeah. I'm like, okay, right. He said, you'll find that person really quickly and that's the person you've got to watch. And he said, if you can't find the... Then it's yeah. you. <laughs> Did you find him? No! So I'm like, so there's one, there was one, the one moment around the fire and it never went out. Uh, and I said to them, I told them the story. I said, listen, Brian Downing said that if you can't find the... Then it's you. So I said, I apologise because there's no one here who's the... So it must be me. And everyone started me. laughing. But it was, I think it was great because everyone, everyone's careers in I'm a Celebrity were established. So no one had really anything to prove. No big you know, agenda. No big agenda. No, no no one wanted, no one needed to prove anything. You know, we had real strong, powerful women in there. You know, Beverly Callard yeah. was very open about her mental health. Victoria Derbyshire yeah. was very open and honest about her cancer. Gee, it just is everyone's mum, isn't she? Exactly, and she she took that and played that role. Uh, didn't play it, but that role came natural to her. And then you got Ruthie, who had a bit of a wobble, but I think it was the realization that she's done nothing but perform all her life, and she yeah. just needed to find out who she was. And that's what I'm a celebrity enabled her to do was slowly start to get back to the actual real Ruthie Henshaw. I mean, the woman is amazing. She's achieved so, so much on stage yeah. oh kate you will not believe the sing songs unfortunately they couldn't play the songs out that we were singing but you've got russell watson you've got ruthie henshaw and you've got shane ritchie who's oh. you know done grease and is <laughs> as mad as a box of frogs all performing at once it was like do you know what we could sell tickets to this this is a thing <laughs> right here and then jordan obviously in the background going i don't know what you're singing what song is this so it it was a proper laugh and it was just nice to I felt so relaxed that it, you know in answer to your question which was ages ago uh, I just felt so relaxed so it enabled the castle enabled me to just be normal I guess but but Shane said you, you've got to be careful because you can't pretend to do anything in the castle you can't act you can't be someone else because you'll get found out very quickly and, and that's what those shows do because apart from where you do your ablutions, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. I, um, years and years ago, um, probably over, probably 10 years ago now, I hosted a, a, a show that Shane was a con the contestant on and it was horrific for the contestants. It's called 71 Degrees North. Oh my um, God! Were you with Shane on that? I was oh the host. Oh my God! Oh my God! Yes, you were! Oh my God. He told us about that show. He told us about that. Oh my god! Honestly, oh, those guys went. But that was, was the first series, right? Yeah, yeah. And then because <laughs> uh, I, I did it. I did it with um. I like I didn't know what we were going to. I'll be really honest, Fern. I'd seen like the Norwegian version, and it was Norway's number one show. But that's their environment, you know. That's what they're used to. So, and I was like, oh, I can't do it. And I turned it down like two or three times. And they kept coming back saying, we really want you to do it. And I said, I can't. I can't leave my son. He was like eighteen months. Anyway, long story short, take an eighteen-month-old to the Arctic, to the North Pole. What? Yeah, <laughs> insane. With My mum and dad took, took six weeks off work to come and help me. And um, yeah, anyway, it was quite a challenge. 
that alone was a challenge, but what they had to go through. And I'd get the scripts every day. So you know when you're like, your scripts will come through, you go to the script meeting and you go, sorry, it says here that we're going to, they said they've slept in a tent all night and it's minus 34. And then today we're going to cut a hole in some ice and make them swim for under the, under the lake. Is that what's happening? And they're like, yeah. And then at lunch, like, we're doing that before lunch. I mean, he was so pissed off. <laughs> well, Sh- Shane said that it got to the point where it no longer became a TV show and it actually no. became a game survival. of survival. He said that they were, they were trading parts of percentages of their fee for the other contestants to vote them off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll give you three and a half percent of what I'm on if you vote for me to leave. Well, no, well, what do I get? Well, I'll give you four and a half percent. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And finally, we have Toff, Georgia Toffolo, the maiden Chelsea star turned jungle queen turned author. Well, frankly, she can do it all. And in this episode, she ran us through her new ventures as a published author, as well as her unlikely intergenerational friendship with jungle campmate Stanley Johnson. Yeah, Boris's dad, which, if you're interested, is still going strong, unlike Boris's career in politics. I have been seriously writing for the past, well, it's just been over a year now, and I have got confirmation that my my first fiction book is going to be published. Well and done, Toff! Yeah, I know, thank you so much. I'm really, really proud of myself. And I didn't tell anyone, you're the first person that I've actually publicly told. What's it called? Because, What's it about? Um, it's called Meet Me in London, and I wanted it to just be, because, you know, with my reading, I like 
something with quite a happy ending. I don't like anything too heavy. Something that I can just read, you know, lying in bed that takes me to a different world. Um, and it's basically about four group, four friends who've been friends for years and just about boys and stuff like that. But yeah, so that was a really, really bit, big bit of good news for me. Cause to be honest with you, I just think, I thought that everyone would just think I was a bit of a joke as a writer. So yeah, it's quite a big one for me. <laughs> but yeah, it's just been the most amazing experience. So it's all my ideas and most of it's written by me but I've had a really lovely lady who's helped me so yeah I'm really excited <laughs> wow tough well done is she more like an editor that kind of writes more than an editor yeah. would what's the process completely exactly that and, and more at the end of the phone all the time giving guidance because I come up with all these wacky ideas and actually because you know I don't know I'm, I'm George Toffolo this is how I live my life I think everyone wants to read that and actually you need a bit of that to make it personal mm. but it isn't an autobiography so you need to incorporate experience that perhaps I've never had nor even read about to make the book appealing to lots more people, not just a small bracket of society. Yeah. Um, but it's just been the most wonderful experience and I've learned so much and I'm, yeah, I'm so excited. Tough, that's pretty huge. So you went out and you yeah. pitched this what, on your own with an agent. Um, how many knockbacks yeah, did you get? So many questions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Loads, obviously. But, um, really weird I was um at my friend's book launch and I got talking to this lady and I was like yeah I really want to do this I kind of want to do it's my friend Sophia's book launch I was like god it's my dream I've been hammering away it's what I really love to do like boring this lady over a glass of wine and she was like well actually I'm quite high up at Harper Collins I was like oh my god my stars have just aligned <laughs> so I just kept on badgering her <laughs> but I think the way that I got it is that I showed how passionate I was when I didn't know who she was, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think from that, that did give me, you know, a good in. And it's risky, you know, for like someone, someone like HarperCollins, Mills and Boone, who's who, who I'm writing for. It's, you know, they've never had anyone like me write under them before. HarperCollins has, but Mills and Boone has. So you're writing a Mills so and Boone book? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's got the lovely happy ending. Oh I just never God. thought of it because, of course, it's not my generation. Like, I miss, Mills and Boone ever so slightly I knew about it oh my god it was so my grandma like my grandmother and my mum's generation Mill I mean for people that don't know what it is how would you describe the Mills and Boone uh, back catalogue well I've got one right in front of me actually I have books piled up to the ceiling next to my bed so they can have a little they're a little bit risque but not you know you there's a bit of sexiness in there always romance right really Yeah, a bit of romance, Always bit romance. of hanky panky. I don't know that many people around my age would know much about a Mills and Boone Good God, no. novel. No, but I think they would really enjoy them because it's the type of reading that you don't stress about. You sit, you indulge, and enjoy. You know, you don't go on an emotional roller coaster like you do some fiction books, which I think at the moment I know lots of my girlfriends would actually love to sit down and read a bit, bit of bit of literature like that so Toph you could be the new modern face of Mills and Boone you're like the new Barbara Cartland (laughs) can you imagine that's amazing and I just love that it's got a bit of naughtiness in it it's just so me it's so you like oh my god Kate you would have died I had to have this meeting about what they were calling a willy (laughs) yeah so so we had to have a meeting it's really serious and I'm looked after by two guys so they're sat there with all of us women talking about whether we call it you know, a cock 
or a dick. <laughs> and I'm going, should we not just call it a willy? And they're like, no, that's not very sexy, Georgia. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you call it? <laughs> I'm not telling you yet because I'm going to do a little press piece on it. Right. But yeah. But it, but it's none of the ones that you've just mentioned. Now I'm really getting my. It might be it might be one of the ones that I've mentioned. Wow. It might be one. Yeah. So you have to have a meeting about <laughs> things like that. I know. It, I, it was, I was crying. It was so funny. Do they ever talk about a ladies' garden, for example? No, but I would actually would have been for that because I'm a bit old fashioned. Like I think it was kind of funny. Like a way of saying something, I don't know, but no, none of that. No? I think we've got to modernise slightly. Okay, maybe you can modernise Mills and Boone. <laughs> oh my God! So the three good things that happened to you of late. I, I mean, you you could have put Monty in there as well. I mean, I think the, the summer dress oh, yeah. might might <laughs> as lovely yeah, as it Mon- is. Monty gets the do- far too much airtime. <laughs> yeah. right. So the summer dress, a bag of flour, and a new career as an author for Mills yeah. and Boone. Wow, Toff. Yeah. Really exciting. Did you? It's nice to talk about it. It's love. Not with my family. Yeah. And did you have a chance to tell your granddad about this? Yes. Yes. I told him about it because I mean this this has been going on for probably about four months now, and he was so thrilled. He's always said you're very intelligent. You know, you need to write books. So I said, oh, I've done it, <laughs> and I dedicated the book to him. Oh, that's so, lovely. Tough. Yeah, I'd be happy. <laughs> and what about the other kind of uh, grandfather figure in your life, Stanley? Did did you did you oh. did you speak to Stanley about Mills and Boone? Yes, yes, I told him. I remember when I signed my contract, I saw him in the afternoon. He was thrilled. He's getting those books. Yes, I know those. I think, Christ, Dan. I wonder whether he's read a few. He's quite well read. I wouldn't put it past him to have read a Milton Bade novel. Um, but yeah, he he was really thrilled. Yeah. Oh, and, and and do tell me, how is he and, and is all well with the Johnson family? Yes, he's great. Um, we were speaking, like, we normally speak once every two, three days. Yeah. And then when Boris went into hospital, I missed his FaceTime that afternoon. So I thought, you know, he must have the world trying to contact him. So I left it a few days and I just sent him a message and he said, hi, Toph, all all right. Um, But he's fine. He's happy because he's down this farm on Exmoor and he's got his family around him. So, yeah, Stan seems all right. He was telling me the other evening. He said, Toph, you're not going to believe it. I said, what, darling? He said, I've got fish and chips delivered on the farm. He said, you know what's best? They're so cheap down here. I thought, oh, right, Dan. Whatever makes you happy, darling. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, you're right. He must have had the world calling and I think we were all willing his son to get better. This is the thing. And I think, you know, we're so close. I don't need to be on at him all the time. So, you know, whenever I call him, he calls back straight away. I just thought, you know, needs a little bit of space. But yeah, he's fine thrilled that Boris is all right I th- I'm so thrilled that your friendship has sustained from the jungle because you, oh, you genuinely yeah. love Stan don't you I love him so much and I I mean I've always had this thing I don't really choose my friends based on ages lots of my friends are in their 50s 60s and I just forget that he is like 55 years older than me <laughs> I you know we we have the same sense of humor we like going for a long lunch having a bit of wine is our favourite and just having a bit of a laugh. And I think, you know, some people some, sometimes rule out friends because they're at different ages. And I think there is so much to gain from having an intergenerational friendship. But oh honestly, God. Stan behaves as though he's my age. So, yeah, I I just think I was very lucky that I was thrown in that I jungle think, with I him. Think, the I thing that I love right about now. Stan the most is just his life experience and 
he really, if I ever come to him, I don't know, with any problem, he really puts things into perspective because he's probably been through it before. Mm. And I just think, oh, I'll be all right. You know, <laughs> everyone has that problem at some point in their life. I mean, you were hilarious. On Celebrity Hunted, he was so giving the game away. Thanks. For somebody that was supposed to have been a spy at some point in his oh, life, yeah. he was rubbish. <laughs> oh, yeah. And have you noticed, because I adore him so much, I just go, yeah, right, Stan. And then I just get in the car next to him and he does what he wants. <laughs> How can you tell a 79-year-old man <laughs> what to do? There's just and I, there's no point. He'll listen to me and he'll go, yes, Toph, you're right. And then just do the opposite. <laughs> so I just go along with it. But we treated it like a little holiday. Because in our minds, we're thinking, well, We've got to raise money for this charity. That's the big one. And we've got to carry on going. So in our minds, we think we've got to have as nice a time as possible. So, so, just, that, so, so people who haven't seen the show, just so they know, it's oh, not yeah. a holiday. You're supposed to be hiding no. from the police. And you're supposed oh, yeah, to be going off like grid. <laughs> right, you're supposed to be off grid. And, and, you, and everyone was going, well, Toff and Stan will do all right because he, he used to be a spy. <laughs> And yeah. no, what does he do? He goes to a cash point, he gets money out and uses his mobile phone. I mean, like you're automatically trackable. I know, but then the whole cash point thing, I was saying, oh, Sam, don't do that. It's really foolish to draw out money. But then on the other hand, I'm thinking, well, actually, I wouldn't mind a long lunch. So it's one of those things where I was a bit like, I'm going to turn a blind eye, but say that I'm against it, knowing that he's going to do it anyway. I mean, these hunters, we were running circles around them. We had the longest lunch every day. The one saving grace, we did keep on moving quite quickly. So yeah. I think that's why we didn't get caught as early as we probably should have. Um, but yeah, we're, we're a lovely time. Thanks so much for joining me this week for another trip down to the cellar. And if you'd like to hear any of the episodes that you've just sampled in full, just search by the guest's name in the search bar. In the meantime, I'll be back on Friday with a brand new guest. Until then, thanks for listening. Wine Question Time is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 